0: They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Then how are we tied down to just one? I'm not a label, and neither are you. Welcome to a space of creative freedom, where you and I get to be exactly who we are. Join me as we uncover the layers and discover ourselves on a deeper level. Thank you so much for showing up. I hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Not a Label, Phil. Welcome to Not a Label, everyone listening. I'm really excited and grateful to have Phil here on board today, just sharing his good vibes as always, sharing his positivity. Um, I can currently see a chakra meditation photo on the back of his screen, and that's exciting. That's really exciting to see that he's fully prepped up his environment as well for this juicy conversation. I'm really excited to have you here, man. Can you introduce yourself and just tell everyone about the moments that you feel most define you as a person?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So well, my name's Phil, commonly
1: known these days as Positive Energy Phil. It's kind of the moniker I've taken on over the last year and a half or so. I guess when I think of life-defining moments, especially with who I am now and what I'm doing now, you know, my mental health journey was always a big part of that. From a very young age, I had dealt with some challenges with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and so that was about 12, 13 years of my life. And then the last five, six years, I've been on this healing kind of path and this healing portion of the journey. So I feel like in a lot of ways, those are kind of like the two segments that my mind always goes to when I think of like the impactful parts of my life. There's kind of the pre-positive energy fill era and the, cur- and the post and like where I am now and kind of that you know deep in the midst of negative thinking and negative mindset and then complete mirror image of being on the positive side of things and it's always been for me a contrast that really bodes well for learning and growing and using those moments from the, the darker era to kind of keep becoming a better
0: version of myself in the healing era of life. Do you feel like having faced that side of you you've sort of been able to recognize yourself and at the other end, at the light end.
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of something that I had thought about lately was, if you'd asked me, you know, two years ago, three years ago about my journey through mental health challenges, I would have kind of looked at those 12, 13 years of the, the negative as wasted time. But now it's something that I look at and I'm very grateful for every step you know I, i've really grown to kind of have this winner alert learn mentality rather than win or lose and i find that that's been where that's kind of sh- you know really shined bright and made a huge impact is in recognizing that all those challenging moments all those painful moments all the tough moments really helped me to grow they helped me to at times have a gratitude at times find a lesson maybe not in that moment, but in hindsight, looking back and realizing the kind of things that were really subconsciously at the root of my reactions and my experiences and starting to see the patterns. That was, I guess, probably the most impactful aspect of looking into that darker time in my life and how it worked towards the, the, the more positive side is being able to peel back the layers of all these different experiences and then start to see the patterns emerge of you know 12 different types of anxious moments and they could all kind of come back to that same thing when i went three four five layers deep and then realizing you know that was what I was seeking to be healed not the reactions that were happening or something outside of that
0: wow so just paying attention to what was happening within allowed you to clear out and be able to move and project that outside as well i guess right because it's really fantastic what Phil does. It, I want to share with everyone. He's a coach. I met him actually on this journey of becoming a life coach myself. And it's really inspiring how he, he shares love unconditionally. Well, that is on Facebook and you're following him on Positive Energy Phil or Instagram or whatever. Whenever you have a conversation with him, you really do feel that, that cheerfulness. And it comes from having worked with his wounds. It's something that you said once and I really appreciate it. It's dancing with your fears. That was really, really interesting. So besides all the labels and all the things that you feel have tied you down, what are the things that allow you to be free? What words would you describe yourself as that allow you to be more than just a coach, for example?
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's something that when you, when you say that, what comes to mind is the expression, you know, I'm, I'm a man of many hats. I think that's how the, the expression goes. I wear many hats. Maybe that's how it goes. But, you know, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a mental health wellness teacher, I'm an advocate, you know, I'm a student of life myself, I'm a dad, I'm a brother, I'm a friend, you know, so many different ways that I can look at myself, and I guess it's like you said, they all kind of have their different titles and labels in part, different places, play, different parts they play in my life, but I guess the thing I always try to reiterate with myself and with others, even with my children as well, is that we're all just souls, you know, we're all, I was going to say human beings, but even beyond that, we're all just beautiful souls of, you know, energy and light. And that we're kind of, we, you know, in that way, we are one, we are all kind of part of this giant erythral being of, of, you know, of energy in that kind of sense. And, you know, in that way we're all connected, but, I guess if I had to pick a favorite title, dad's always the one that comes to mind because my children are definitely the, perhaps the biggest reason why I do what I do now. You know, it, yeah, there is a lot of that journey that was, it was all about cultivating self-love for my own self and creating peace of mind in my life. But the ultimate reason to start that and to push for that and to be that better version of myself was my children. The reason why I was able to get through those suicidal thoughts and those tough moments where I was considering making actions that would have ended this lifetime, those moments, I didn't make those decisions because of my children, hearing them in the next room, talking, playing, you know, having a good time, and knowing that just knowing what kind of would be what life will be left behind to them to know that their dad had made that kind of decision and that kind of you know had those experiences. So you know they they were always kind of the number one thing from very, very, very beginning that was the fuel that
0: you know powered the machine, I guess. That's awesome, man. So how would you like to be looked up at or in a way sort of described by your family, your peers? Or or in another way, how would you even like to What kind of legacy would you like to leave behind?
1: That's a good question. And it's something that I definitely thought about in recent months. And I think to myself, in some way, I want to leave a legacy. I know I'm going to leave a legacy that outlives the lifetime that I have here in in, in this kind of part of my journey through through my soul's existence. Um, I want to be known as someone that has changed the world. You know, I'm going to be known as someone who has really helped shine light on new perspectives and on new ways of looking at things. Um, you know, I, I guess in particular, my passion is always gonna be creating resources for mental health wellness on all sorts of different platforms and, and in different ways. But, you know, I guess w- more than anything lately, the thing I realized is You know, when we're doing something like what we do, you know, helping coach about mental health wellness and suicide prevention, it's a whole lot of helping people heal, helping people, over, you know, kind of recover, kind of move past the different things they've had in their life. And, you know, what comes to mind when I think about those things is I really love this book by Stephen Covey called the seven habits of highly or seven highly, well, tongue type seven habits of highly effective people. And one of the habits that he speaks about is being proactive versus reactive. And I feel like in a lot of ways, what we do is kind of the reactive version of mental health wellness. You know, we're we're experiencing the shit, we're going through the storm, coming out the other side, beaten and battered, and then starting to get better and starting to figure out our path from there in a lot of cases where i feel like there's so much power in you know as as you know and just in the way that you and i are learning about creating these self-care and personal development routines so that we're proactively ready for whatever life brings us you know i think this is something that needs to be part of everyday life from the very beginning so i would really love to create resources and i am in the process of creating resources for teaching about these things to children and and at school because I believe that's where the most impact is going to be made and that if if there's any legacy that i to leave behind that's the one that probably stands you know tallest above all the others is making that really substantial change on a level that now kids are learning about this kind of thing every day in school and You know, they're growing with these skills from a very young age so that by the time they get to teenage adult life, when different challenges come their way, you know, they're ready to take them on with grace. And now perhaps we have then from this a whole generation of people coming in that no longer need healing, no longer need to recover from these experiences and these traumas and these tough times because they learned how to take them on from a very young age so that whenever they did have a challenge at nine, 10, 11, 12 years old, whatever it is, you know, then they learn from that moment, they're able to grow stronger and be in a, have a mentality kind of at a foundation built so that by the time the real tougher challenges of life kind of come their way and as things, as they start to level up and, you know, have new experiences, they'll be ready for everything. They'll be able to have peace of mind through everything. They'll know how to survive and learn and grow from the tough moments when they do occur instead of and realize that life is about what is it teaching us rather than why is it happening to us and so you know i think that overall that's definitely where the largest you know legacy or change or impact i feel will be made but that's just one of many uh, uh things that i hope to be attached to the resume by the time i leave this earth behind of the different positive impacts I've made creating value for myself and the collective around me.
0: That's absolutely fascinating. I remember we used to hear this thing where I think someone mentioned your life is a perfectly crafted curriculum. And it's really interesting to to spot that out. It's really interesting to spot that out. I think you mentioned it. And it was me. Uh, Yeah, one of my podcast episodes. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so I did hear that there. And that's great. So I actually want to refer to that because I sometimes feel like we're going out there looking for for job roles on LinkedIn or wherever it is that we're going out. And we're sort of trying to fit in what the next best job would look like in our curriculum without actually sitting down. And sometimes maybe even... Designing it for ourselves, planning it for ourselves, you know, knowing what steps we want to take moving forward and why we want to take them. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, it actually brings to mind a way that I had heard that kind of uh, perspective worded lately that I really enjoyed was the term, terminology that was used was consciously creating. And I really loved that. And I think that that is, it really ties into what you're talking about there with it's about, you know, we're, we're consciously creating through the awareness of who we are and how we see the world and how we see ourselves, what, you know, the, the type of intent will support and create our best self. And that's going to be different for everyone. You know, there's, there's, there are some, you know, common themes of different self-care or personal development type things that can work across the board for many people. But we're all going to have our own nuances, our own variables. And so being consciously, you know, being aware of those and then using that to consciously create what can empower or strengthen or grow the things that we want to do. So, you know, that
0: then we're we're laughing, right? We're on the upward trajectory at that point. It goes back to that whole, you're the master of your own fate kind of thing, right?
1: Absolutely. I believe, you know, another saying or expression i like to say that I guess ties in is where intent goes, energy flows, and then your reality grows. And so I, I really believe that to, you know, to a core that the intent we create with our reactions, our thoughts, our actions, our energy, anything that we're projecting out in the world is now going to manifest itself into our reality one way or another. And it's just something that, and that's on both positive and negative side of things. So I feel like that's a powerful thing to have awareness of is realizing that we're attracting different things to our lives, depending on the kind of intent
0: that's going behind our thoughts, our actions and our
1: reactions to our thoughts.
0: Mm. And you have the choice at the end of the day, always. I mean, there's
1: definitely times where the choice will be difficult. For different parts of, our, parts of our journey and there's going to be part, parts of our journey where we realize or we look back in hindsight and think man I made the wrong choice and we might be in that moment we might think "Ah, we're going to beat ourselves up a bit we're going to be mean to ourselves you know you suck you're not good enough you know we're going to tell ourselves these things sometimes but I think it's really important to remember to really have awareness to not do that when we have the awareness that we're doing so because you know if we make a mistake, what we would view as a mistake and just kind of beat ourselves up on the inside for that we're not actually learning from the moment we're just kind of being you know that, that's the moment where our comfort zone are, is coming and that's the moment when our insecurity is coming and that's the moment when our fear, our pain, our you know unresolved trauma, There's all sorts of things that can come up and lead to an action or reaction that maybe we're not particularly proud of. But there's so much beautiful power in in that happening and then realizing that because in that moment, like you said, that's where the choice then comes is in that moment we can go, I messed up in my perspective. I'm going to beat on myself all day and just rip on myself and I'm going to let this ruin my day. Or I'm gonna look at that moment and go, hmm, what can I learn from that moment? You know, rather than why did this happen? What did this teach me? I know for myself, even as you go along life and you start creating peace of mind and fulfillment and joy, and there's still gonna be challenges that come up. There's still gonna be things that help you to keep leveling up and moving forward. So I know for myself, where it's present most often is kind of in parenting. Perspective of life for myself. So, like, you know, there's going to be times, and there have been times where, you know, my children are very rambunctious, energetic children. There's going to be times where their actions or their words or their thoughts or, you know, just any kind of energy and that they're putting out there, it, it, it's going to maybe get, you know, put my back up against all the times. There's going to be things they do that maybe get my anxiety up. And I know for a lot of parents, that's probably a very common thing. Know the kid. Maybe your child has a bit of an attitude. They're talking back about something. You're disagreeing on something, and you get a little bit anxious because you're like, "Oh crap!" Like push my authority. Oh man, I don't like that. It doesn't make me feel very good on the inside. We realize that. Maybe we get a little angry. Maybe we snap. We 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 get a little snappy. We say. We maybe parent yells. Maybe they go. You know, they raise their voice. They you know they uh, tell them off. Whatever it is. There's times where I've done that and. I think, you know, and then it's five minutes later going, why? Why did I get angry about that? I I know that that's not the solution. I know that that's not the answer. But in in that moment, realizing I'm about to start on that train of beating myself up. And instead, you know, that's where my action has to kind of come into play of going, no, I'm not going to sit here and just get mad at myself for making that mistake. I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to ask myself, what can I do to learn from this? Is it is that I'm going to, you know, go talk to my children and openly, honestly express, hey, you know, dad's not a perfect person. Dad gets mad sometimes because I'm dealing with this thought on the inside. And it led to me not handling, you know, the, not handling the situation calmly in the way I wanted to. You know, I, I'm sure there's many parents out there that would say, you know, their parent, they'll see their kid acts up and has uh, some sass and they probably would love to just laugh it off and just, ah, that doesn't bug me, whatever. Kid, you know, 12-year-old having an attitude, big deal, Doesn't you know, not going to ruin my day. But they can't help but feel the tension or the anger or the anxiety building up because it's, you know, that little pushback is reminding them of all the buried shit that they got and got going on inside their soul that is unresolved and being triggered by that moment that they just experienced in that dynamic with their kid or even with anyone else. And so, you know, I think that that's where it's been powerful for me is realizing, you know, it's like in that moment I can go and get mad at myself or I can go to my kids. I can be honest with them. I can be honest with myself. think, you know, I could tell myself, you know what, you got angry at this situation. You realize, kind of realizing it's because of this, you know, to do some journaling, I realize what is the subconscious reason, empower the opposite, keep empowering the opposite. I think for myself that really came in uh, affirming that my peace of mind was created from within, that it wasn't controlled by my kids. It wasn't controlled by the actions of my partner or those people around me, that people can act a fool, treat me bad, call me names, and I – Still want to be able to be calm and peaceful and zen and just be able to, you know, observe the moment, be in the moment and then learn from the moment and not let my ego kind of take over and get all pissed off. And, and I know what I'm saying is very much easier said than done. It's very theoretical, but I know for a lot of parents, it's definitely something to be a challenge. But I feel like when we look at it that way, it bit by bit helps us to
0: grow towards where we want to be in that environment. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was that was really, really profound. Do you feel like a lot of it comes from forgiving yourself, accepting and forgiving yourself as well in the journey, you know, knowing that you are one, like you said earlier, you are human and that we too make mistakes, you know, no matter who you are, where you are, there is yeah. that human side to you. Definitely.
1: Forgiving yourself and having love for yourself through all those moments is definitely super important because... Perfection doesn't exist. What is perfect, anyways? You know, is what I like to say. And I feel like that um it's something where, if we hold ourselves to this standard of wanting perfection of ourselves, we're, that's when we're going to really be hard on ourselves quite often. And it's it's very important, I think, to have give ourselves that grace and to give ourselves that compassion when needed, as our intuition guides and to know that you know you stumbling and falling today and not getting and not beating yourself up about it isn't gonna stop you from taking another stab at it the next day and the next day until eventually you're able to achieve what you're hoping to to go for. But if we do beat ourselves up and get push ourselves back in that comfort zone, that's the thing that's gonna stop us from trying. So it's I feel like that's like maybe that's a really powerful part of it is like when we beat ourselves up, we're gonna we're more likely to kind of give up and just where it's the other side of things. We're going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on learning, growing, keep on moving forward. As Dory would say, just keep on swimming until we get to
0: where we want to be. What keeps you going, man? What sparks you besides helping others and being there for your family? What sparks you to just keep going and uh, having the best time whilst you're here? You know. Well, I feel like for me, I
1: have a lot of different daily routines and habits that I like to engage in to to keep strong in my my self love, self care, personal development, but as well, it's a like balance between everything because I used to be the type that would burn out. Quite often, I'd be burning the candle both ends. You know, I I would get kind of, I guess, almost obsessive with things at times, and I would end up burning out on because I go over over and above what I should, and I wasn't giving myself the balance of um, you know having different things in my life. So what I mean by that, I guess, is you know I'm i a pretty busy guy. You know, I, I got four kids. I I, I want to do, I do my personal kind of personal development time. Each day I've got self-care time each day, you know, business building, family time. I literally scheduled do nothing time into my day. And, you know, there's so many different parts, things that I want to get done in a day that served me well that I realized if time blocking them in balance and counter kind of creating balance in my life that way was essential. Or I would be like a chicken with its head cut off at all times, just you know, running rampant, not really knowing what I'm doing. And and I found that it was just something that really helped me so much was to have that organized balance to my day knowing that when i woke up you know i wake up i start with 30 minutes of meditation 10 minutes of gratitude meditation 20 minutes of abundance meditation and prosperity then i listen to some podcast episodes to kind of fuel myself with positive knowledge and information and then i'm doing workout yoga you know, I'm doing um, doing different things for business building and then listening to music, creating art, even playing a little bit of video games each day, kind of spending time with my children. There's so many different things that kind of go well into a balanced day. So that's where the time blocking is crucial or, you know, getting like half an hour, an hour in of all these different things that really serve me well and that kind of keep me going so that the battery is full for the next day, but as well, I've gotten enjoyment and fulfillment out of that day.
0: Do you feel like it's pivotal to create these sort of pockets of moments where you're refueling your own energy as well, especially from the point of view of a coach, you know, just looking at that side of you?
1: I'd say definitely from even both sides, you know, I think it's something that's crucial for everyone, but especially being in the type of work, that you and I are doing and you know I feel like it comes back to the idea of grounding or recentering recentering ourselves. and so I know for example my morning routine is a lot of intent and setting positive kind of getting myself ready for the day setting up you know getting the momentum building where the end of my day is a lot of grounding myself and recentering and transmuting that energy being like a you know an energy alchemist of sorts and just being able to let go of the energy of the day and i know for anyone that's powerful but probably more than anything even more impactful when you're dealing with something on a day-to-day basis that can you know be how do i word it you know i guess for example you know if you're talking with someone who's dealing with suicide as an example and that's some heavy stuff it is some heavy stuff to be thinking about to be talking about and you got to have a, a healthier way to release that afterwards so that it's not something that gets pent up and held inside of you. You know, and I feel like that's really important is working in mental health and suicide prevention is to be able to have that way to have my own, you know, unwinding process. Uh, if, if I had to put a word to it or a sound, this is what I always say. I would say to my wife, uh, you know, it's time for my two hours. <sighs> time you know just it's just whatever makes you kind of that that whole that sigh that (sighs) nice and relaxed you know that kind of feeling
0: that's that's incredible man it's really um inspiring to see what you're doing for the world and um i thank you for everything that you're doing man personally i think a lot of people out there that are working with you and are probably going to hear this podcast are going to be really grateful for what you're doing and just the energy that you're sharing here today. I actually want to ask you a question that's really dear to me. And um, I just want to know your views on it. What does freedom look like for you? What does it feel like even for you?
1: It's a good question. It's funny. I was talking about this subject with my partner the other day. So it's good timing. Um, But I think the thing that comes to mind from when having like reflecting on the conversation I had a few days ago, was that it's it's really being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And and, 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 and with that, it being something that serves you well. So I feel like, you know, I guess it's um I guess that is kind of the traditional <laughs> definition of freedom. In many ways, but I guess on a personal note, it's just, you know, peace of mind definitely comes to mind as something that invokes the thought of freedom, you know, the, the freedom to create my thoughts, my choices, my reactions, you know, that consciously creating kind of terminology comes back to mind again in this moment. In whatever way your intuition guides you best in that now.
0: I feel like that's a really good way to kind of look at freedom of, of sorts. Being at peace with what is right now, right? Like being able to sort of come to a point of acceptance and embrace where you are, what you are, how you are and who you are fully or from that space, offer from that space and not. I feel like um, on a personal level as well, before wanting to help others, I always feel felt like I had to be good enough where I had to get to a certain point or a certification or, you know, have to be able to do certain actions and deeds in a future tense that would then claim me worthy to be able to help. But to help, to be honest, you can just start at home. You can start with uh, how you treat your family, how you treat your loved ones. And from there, just project it out of every single being you touch. What's your dream for this world? That's just my my last question for you. But I feel like you're similar to me in a way where you're a dreamer and and you do like to see colors i see a lot of colors whenever you share posts and stories and stuff on instagram and and social media so could you share with us your vision for the world yeah it it reminds me of something that was said to me
1: yesterday by a a guy i was speaking with a on linkedin he said he he told me that my writing ooze of consciousness was how he he put it and i i really liked that how he how he worded that it kind of Resonated with me. I feel and like you I said, I definitely. I feel like it's something that I've always, I've always been very passionate about my words. I've always put a lot of, you know, I put my soul into everything I do and say. So I feel like that's kind of, um, you know, where that colorful aspect. Can you remind me of the question? There I had a bit of a brain fart.
0: <laughs> so I was asking you, what, what you, what unique vision do you have for this world, or what uh, yes, do you have that's for yours? For your life?
1: Well, I think that ultimately my goal is to, I guess it's it's kind of twofolded in in a sense for my for, for on a personal note to continue growing and to continue doing what I'm doing now. And I do see myself down the line being the type of person that's speaking to crowds of very large people, making an impact in the way that guys like you know, like Rob that we've we've worked with, with Tony Robbins, the Jay Shettys, and all those kind of guys that are speaking to the tens and twenties of thousands of people and making a similar impact, you know, to me, that is the ultimate, um, I guess that's one of my ultimate aspirations of what I would like to do in this life is to be able to make an impact on a large scale, because I know, and I've seen that I'm making an impact on the scale that I am now I even connecting with four or 5,000 people, you know, not only does it make me fulfilled and bring so much joy to my soul, but seeing the, the value that's created from the connections and being able to help and teach and share. And, you know, it, so that's definitely, I think ultimately where I would love my life to lead is to be able to keep growing, keep taking that to larger and larger audiences, larger and larger platforms. And ultimately, you know, I Hopefully it leads to a world where, you know, the majority of us have peace of mind. The majority of us have content souls and joy in our life. And, you know, we're living without pain and without fear. But I feel like that's something that's definitely doable. Is it something I'm going to do on my own? Probably not. But it's something that I can inspire and help others to, you know, take to grab that torch with me. And to light up the path, and the more people that are lighting up the path, the more other people are going to see the path and start to walk it. And so on, so on down that road we go. But if I had, to, this is another thing that comes to mind is I really, I guess it always comes back to the dad piece for me is as a dad, I really want to be able to set my children up in a way that helps them to learn the lessons I've learned and to do the things that I'm realizing I can do but I feel like I have the benefit and the the impact that I can, you know, make that part of their life at a much earlier age than it was for me. You know, I can teach them about being an entrepreneur from a very young age. I can teach them about about self-love, you know, how to take care of their emotions and their thoughts so that again, again, I feel like it it always comes back to, and maybe, I guess that's kind of the way of the world really it's about preparing for the next generation. How do we, help them take that next step forward and maybe this is just me having like a midlife crisis feeling old or something But realizing like the next generation is like the young kids like well I'm not the young guy anymore I'm the old it's like I'm only 31 I don't feel that old but it it definitely uh, yeah I feel like those are kind of the two major ones is continuing towards my aspirations but then uh, teaching my children in a way that allows them to You know, grow towards their own aspirations, whatever that may be, when they, you know, have the intuition that guides them towards where they want to go with their life.
0: And I love that you do that from a place where you're vulnerable, where you connect with your inner child. And I feel like that's what, on a personal level, everyone else connects with as well, that is watching your content and watching just being part of your journey it's that they're connecting because of your just your childlike free innocence and how you're facing life with responsibility of course but always with you know a good vibe and that's that's really who you are i just want to close the podcast by thanking you for being here it's honestly a pleasure if you want to share where people can find you and just some last words i really appreciate that
1: so everyone can find me as positive energy bill through a variety of different platforms so I'm the same name on facebook instagram uh, linkedin youtube and of course i have my own podcast which you can find on all your favorite platforms like spotify google apple i'm sure the similar ones that you have for yourself as well i have a, a poetry book that I have written. i've written i got a few more on the, the go as well so you can find you know links and information about that in um, different groups as well, but you can also find that on Amazon or by speaking to me directly. But that's some of the major places you can find me. I think I think I got them all. Yeah, I think I got them all. That's that's all the ones that come to mind, anyways
0: that's awesome there's a poetry book in there as well that i had no clue about but i'm grateful i do know now and everyone should get their hands on it everyone should get a bit of a taste of positive energy fill. and it's truly a blessing to have you here today man thank you so much thank you so much for having me on and i'm glad we were able to have
1: our conversation i'm sure we you know were able to share lots of awesome value and love for anyone listening in
0: thank you for tuning in to not a label if you enjoyed this podcast episode Please make sure to share it with your loved ones, your friends, your family, and anyone out there that might need to hear this. Thank you for being a part of this community. Make sure to share this on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and any other platform that can help us make a greater impact together. Take care. Have a blessed day ahead.